and boom goes the dynamite. Welcome to episode 34 of Boom Goes the Dynamite, the AEW Dynamite Review Show here on the Pro Only Podcast Network. I'm Jeffrey. With me tonight is Lawrence. Lawrence, how are you, my man? I'm I'm great. Um, I'm very, very great, Jeff. Oh, good. Yeah. Considering how, how the last couple of episodes have started, uh, it, it's good that uh, we're, we're in a good mood because, uh, well, let's start off real Right as rain. Uh, Chris Jericho has announced a third cruise in February. Yay. Um, Chris Jericho apparently has not been following the news that closely because uh, he would know that cruise ships seem to be one of the biggest incubators of (laughs) COVID-19. And yes, I know it's in February, but you know what? God alone knows what's going to fucking happen. Between now and then, you know. Yeah. I mean, this is uh, optimistic at best. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, and judging by some of the the thing, the people he's announced, like uh, I, I know I want to go on sea. I, I know I want to go out to sea on a uh, on a disease incubator with Striper. You know. <laughs> <laughs> To hell with the devil and and social distancing, apparently. So, oh boy. So, so that that that's where this day started. That's where our AEW program day started. But, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm sure we're gonna get another episode of Dynamite at sea, so I can reuse the uh, the 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 on a boat theme that I cobbled together for, for the show. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Like I said, even though it's not been announced until February, this really seems really optimistic. Yes, it does. Uh, Yeah. I mean, God alone knows if we're going to have a Super Bowl or anything like that next year. I mean, who knows what the hell's going to happen, you know? Yeah. But, you know, hey, let's plan something out for for mid-February next year. Mm. Okay, well, (laughs) like I said... Okay. Yeah, hey, if you're that sure, brother, yeah, I, I, I know I won't be uh, joining that that particular uh, cruise. I don't. Yeah, I don't. Or probably any this. cruise. I mean, you have to figure that's also optimistic. Cause, you know, it, it's also really optimistic thinking that the cruise line industry is going to be what it is. Yeah. You know. Right. I mean that 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 was one of the ones that was like probably one of the hardest hit. Both in you know economically and in public opinion during this crisis. Yeah. So yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I just, I, okay. Well, good. Yeah, good. Good on you, Chris Irvine. Let's see. Uh, let's reconvene in a couple of months and see where you are with that. But on that note, we go to episode thirty-four of AEW Dynamite. Live from Daly's Place in Jacksonville, Florida, your hosts, Jim Ross, Tony Schiavone, and Excalibur 
Uh, I know you didn't watch Dark. I know I didn't either, so no point in, in even asking. Um, we start the show off with a video recap, a brief video recap of Double or Nothing, uh, which is cool to see. You know, we we <laughs> there was a lot of good stuff on that show. Um, and then we go to the Inner Circle cutting a promo about the championship T-shirts. <laughs> That they can't use now. Now this this is a thing. If you if you're not aware, they usually when they have you have a Super Bowl or some big championship, they actually print up two sets of shirts or two <laughs> sets of merch. Oh man! Just in case. <laughs> you know? So that that was that was good. I, I got to give credit for that for that bit. That was very clever. Yeah, and then of course. Uh, Santana Ortiz got a good deal on some shirts, so there's a whole truckload of them <laughs> that they suddenly have to give away now. So that that was kind of amusing. So uh, and then uh, we we go into the first match, which uh, during introductions we get a, uh, a a weird young bucks and Matt Hardy uh, promo as uh, Adam Page was nothing to do with this bullshit and walks off, and Kenny Omega joins him. So. How about that? <laughs> so how about that for a <laughs> for a change? Continuously fracturing. Yeah, and then uh, you know, so uh, you know, the, the the Bucks wanted a fanboy with uh, with with Matt Hardy for a match. So <laughs> that's what we get. So we get the first match: the Young Bucks and Executive Vice Presidents Nick and Matt Jackson, and Broken Matt Hardy in his. Now, what stage is this? This was like early WWF. I get or even or, or, or even Omega. Omega. I, I, yeah. I think it was yeah, like yeah, I'm pretty sure it was like Omega era, like fucking Matt Hardy. Yeah, and they're like, up... oh, go ahead. Uh, I don't. Know. It's like I don't know. What do you think about this like whole Matt Hardy shtick? Like he's doing with this like I, I turn into my every one of my gimmicks from my career. Like, uh, remember when I said I got over this? Sh- shit a few weeks ago yeah <laughs> nothing's, just, nothing's just like, changed <laughs> yeah. nothing has changed you know <laughs> you know even KG Mudo knew to you know do that shit like occasionally you know <laughs> yeah it's just not like every single like time you're wrestling yeah but yeah th- th- yeah this is just oh god but we get them up against the uh, the trio of uh, Joy Janela, Mark Quinn, and Isaiah Cassidy. Hey, I got the names right this time. Hey. <laughs> Private Party. I have to admit, I don't dislike uh, Janela and Private Party as a trio. Yeah. I, I, no. have to, I have to cop. I don't dislike that. Yeah, they were pretty good uh, together. Uh, this was a very fun match. Uh, as an opener on the card, it, it, it really had a lot of energy going, and... Uh, uh, the guys were flying all over the place. Really, everybody was getting involved, and uh, just a lot of action uh, going on here. Yeah. And just it, it, you know, it, it was a spot fest. Yeah, know. a very spot fest. Like you know, six man. It's yeah, you know, it's it's fine. It's it's good. Yeah. Uh, in a way, you know, it's uh, it's it, I think that's you know definitely you know the private parties and young bucks like kind of um, wheelhouse, you know, for sure, and. Oh, yeah. uh, 
and they 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 excelled in that that yeah. atmosphere. So uh, uh, the French braids, the French braid pigtails for Joey Janela, though. <laughs> oh my God, <laughs> Oof, yeah, that's a, that's a look. That, that is certainly to, to, a look. Yeah, to to go with his, you know, Danzig logo uh, <laughs> tights. Yeah. Um. Uh, did you notice the new sponsor for the show? Yeah, HBO Max. Yeah, I, I, I saw there was a lot of HBO Max logos all around uh, on the ring apron and in the ringside area. Yeah, apparently that's uh, HBO's like new like streaming service, right? Like, yeah, and apparently, yeah, yeah I, and apparently I may have to pick that up because apparently that's where Doctor Who's going to be streaming now. So I guess I'm gonna. Oh. Oh, yeah. You know, if I want to go back and watch any of the older seasons, even though I have the, you know, the the one season I have to have, I have it on DVD. So, oh, wait, so they're going to have like every single season of Doctor Who on there. Well, I'm guessing oh. the new series, they're probably not going to touch the old series. Oh, lame. Yeah. <laughs> probably, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the original series from 1963 to 1989. But yeah, the, the, yeah, the, the Jodie Whittaker doctor is, is featured in the ads for, uh, for HBO max. Interesting. So, uh, I know some sort of, so there's going to have some sort of doctor who content on there. Oh, that's that's interesting, though. but yeah, that, I thought I found that very intriguing that it was all over their like, um, their merch. So I wonder if they have like a deal with TNT to air some stuff. Yeah. Um. Well, you know. Uh. Wait a minute. HBO. Oh, they're both. You know, Time Warner companies. Oh, there you go. That's, so that's why. You know, like, remember we had the Cartoon Network. Remember the the Rick and Morty uh. promotion. Back yeah, yeah. yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Well, that that that's more a lot more obvious. I did not realize that the HBO and them were under under both under. Uh, oh the, yeah, oh yeah. They've been time. Yeah, HBO's been Time Warner since forever. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't realize that for some whatever yeah. reason. But but in, in any event, uh, at one point, uh, Nick Jackson gets thrown into the crowd, and uh, the Butcher and the Blade oh, yeah. decide to whoop up on on the Young Bucks. Yeah. Yep, so that's it. So they kind of start setting it up there, um, of a of a little angle between them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, but that doesn't end just there. No, uh, but first, but not before. Mark, Mark Quinn fucks his yeah, knee. Yeah, it did not look good. Um, oh, no, it did not. Again, I don't know what the fuck. The injury bug is just fucking hit AEW all of a sudden because holy shit. Oh yeah. Um, my God, it seems like it left and right there's something happening. Uh, uh, it's just very like, like just bad accidents. I mean, just they're happening. I mean, and I obviously just, you know, some guys are just not in the right spots either, but you know, sometimes it, it just doesn't, you know, work out the way you want it to work out. And, uh, I, again, I just didn't look good here. Uh, he didn't look like he was able to put any weight on his, uh, on his leg, uh, at all. It, it didn't look very uh promising for him yeah po- and so he he was out for the rest of the match so uh surprise surprise uh you know hardy and the bucks triple team on isaiah cat uh isaiah cassidy and they 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 get the win boy um, uh the for the news and nug- the news uh nugget that everybody is i'm sure is talking about now uh yeah so at the very end well at, at the very end matt hardy and and referee uh and the referee Rick Knox uh, both uh, carried uh, Mark Quinn yeah. to the back. Yeah, that's and, a, that's not a good sign. Um, no, it isn't. And um, but afterwards, you know, Butcher and Blade decided to uh, make an example of the Young Bucks. And we have an old style car pulling up. 
to match the old style tag team that was within it. I mean, unless that was a way to just get Matt Hardy like out of there. I mean, and they really just worked it, and it really wasn't that hurt. Uh, but, I don't know. I mean, they kept him out the rest of the match, so. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. It, it, I mean, it's fit. To, I mean, it, it's possible it's it's a worked injury. It's also possible that yeah, he fucked his knee up. So. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so uh, FTR arrive. And initially uh, try to, you know, intimidate the Bucks, but then go after the Butcher and the Blade. Yeah, um, I think I think it was the worst kept secret in wrestling that these guys were going to end up here, um, first of all. I mean, it's like it was pretty, I think it was pretty clear from the get-go, like these guys were not going anywhere else. Like, Yeah. Uh, it's like they were pretty much, it, it kind of wrote itself, uh, honestly, with uh, the, the last couple years of, of the elite badgering and and them and all over fucking social media constantly and being annoying about it and yeah. to the point to the point where they literally just gave them the name FTR which is I I think this is the dumbest fucking thing ever. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's just that's just to me that's just the dumbest fucking name. I would if I was them I would have been like no like don't fucking name us that. Yeah, like, I I, I, I would have taken a, a different approach on that. Like, like you're already. It always sounds sounds like you're already trying to fucking like bury us, like with that fucking name. Like, I, I don't, I don't even. I just, it's like you're, you, you told us the, the fuck off for the what, how long, however long, and. Yeah, and now we're, and now it's gonna be our name because uh, we can't think of anything else. Oh my god, how stupid, man! Like, just. I'll tell you something. what. Something. I, I tell you what, they look good though. They yeah, no, they do look good. I mean, it's just I. You know, I just hope um, they they sh- they show more of the the um, creativity and, and um, motivation that they showed earlier in their career, and then then what we saw through them the last couple of years or so. Right. Where they 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 were a little, but for obviously for some of it is for understandable reasons. <laughs> right. But. but um, yeah, I th- I found they the, they kind of started waning uh, the last couple of years or so. They just didn't have uh, what they had earlier in their career. I found, and maybe it was just a lot of it was presentation wise. I'm sure too, but uh, yeah, hopefully they can recapture some of that magic here. I, I hope so. But yeah, but 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 also they're working for Vince McMahon, and that can be a uh, a black hole of <laughs> of wanting to to do. I, wanting to put effort forward when you know you're gonna get buried anyway. As much as I do like the guys, I really do felt feel like a lot of times they did just come off as like a big time Tully and Arn, uh, you know, tribute act a lot. And to me, I think like you got to develop a little bit of your own like personality, right? Yeah, I I always felt they they kind of were just like replicating a character. Um, when they did their shtick a lot of times. Yeah, yeah, I mean, no, no, I, 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 I can feel it. I'm not intently familiar with them just because, you know, I don't watch that programming. So I, I, I'm not too intently familiar with them, but you know what, they, they, they have some good buzz to them, you know. Oh, I'm excited. I'm, yeah, I'm, I mean, ex- I'm looking forward to see what they do here. It's just, I just, I just don't know. It's like, I feel like they're going to be a, a tough fit here. Um, in in AEW, 
I don't know if they're they're gonna mesh as well as, as people think they're gonna mesh. Um, I think you know I know it's like a, not like the most popular thing going right now. I think they would have been a really good fit in the NWA right now when what they're doing and what they're looking for. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, with the 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 the, the power show. You mean, yeah, yeah, I th- I think I think that's like right up their alley. Where I think in AEW, I think they could get really um lost in the 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 speed and the the kind of the, the way they present it is just a lot different. I and I don't know if they're like their style and their like the way they do things is is really well meant for AEW as as it is for like like an NWA program or, or whatnot. But maybe I'll, oh, oh maybe I'm wrong, but yeah, well, maybe they maybe they can adapt, you know, or yeah. alter, or alternatively, they'll just be an all a, a refreshing alternative to, you know, the rest of the of the tag style, and they'll that's and they'll thrive with it, because yeah, you know, again, it, it, it you know the, the, the they're gonna be pastiching, you know, Tully and Arn. Well, hey, guess what? Both of them happen to be working for this company. Um, yeah, you know, <laughs> you're right, exactly. So. <laughs> Yeah, no, I think I think they I think with knowing Cody, I'm sure he's gonna probably try to to make sure that they they are uh, important. Yeah, well, at least I mean, we hope I, so. I, I I mean, I could see. I mean, I don't know, man. I I could see them possibly beating Page and and uh, Omega for the titles. Uh yeah. If it, well, if it gets if it gets there. Yeah, the say, little, yeah, little, little, yeah. Little, little, let's table that uh that that part of the discussion for a little bit. I I, I do think that they, when they finally do an in ring debut, it's going to be against Butcher and Blade at this point. Because you know how could it not yeah, after this uh, after this angle? And, well, yeah, their and, first program probably will be. With yeah, them. and they're and they're going to build and they're just gonna, and they're going to the slowly build to the box. Yeah. Oh yeah, if that's the match. I mean, of course that's the match. Yeah, so I mean that, that that that's what that's what it's all leading to. So, on that note, as we speak about new talents, uh, at this point, uh, AEW World Champion John Moxley joins the commentary team in time to see uh, Brian Cage with Taz um, absolutely destroy Lee Johnson. Um, at one point. Cage pretty much nearly nearly dropped Johnson on his head. That <laughs> was oh my god! So like I like I like when Cage just does stuff like this, just like throw just throw the fucking guy around, you know? Like don't do your stupid like like lucha flips and stuff, man. I like I. I mean, you know, but I mean, yeah, he he almost lost his grip on him, <laughs> dropped oh, him on his head. Yeah, that's great. I loved it. Okay, well. <laughs> Well, luckily we didn't add another one to the injury bug. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Very true. I mean, so. given, given with everything going on, that's really kind of tempting fate. But uh, so Cage squashes. We get a Taz promo, and it was wow. This is like the best Taz promo I've heard in a yeah. while. It's yeah, it's not like a Taz promo. Taz was fucking. He was uh lit up, man. He was he was like he was fired up. Uh, yeah, and you know what and. Like we've said before, did he ever bury Mox in this promo? No, not at all. Nope. No. In fact, you know, and it's funny because, you know, remember 
last time we, we were talking and I, I said uh, what, what was my big quest was to rewatch Heat, <laughs> oh, Heat yeah. Wave 98 with the music. Well, I found it. Oh my god, you did? Uh, I, I had to go to sources, but I, I found it, so I watched it on Monday. And uh, yeah, remember leading up to, you know, part of the lead up to the to the Paz Bam Bam match was, you know, living dangerously, you know, Bam Bam uh, put Taz through the ring. Uh, yeah. But Bam Bam was tapping, but the ref didn't see it, so yeah. Bam Bam pinned him. And then the next ECW Arena show, you know, they were like, you know, where I come from, brother, that, you know, the ref didn't see it. It didn't count where I come from. So, you know, I'll, I'll shake your hand, brother, you know. Uh. <laughs> so it, it went through the whole history. But, I mean, it's just like the end of that Taz Bam Bam match at Heat Wave when he just climbs the, the ropes and just basically does the, the beat me if you can, survive yeah. if I let you to Douglas, and Douglas, you know, flips the fuck out. <laughs> um, You know. That that was something to see live. The, Douglas throwing the t <laughs> throwing the TV monitor down. To the, yeah, that 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 was something to to, to see live. By the way, uh, I, I I checked. I can't find me anywhere on that video, which I, I confirmed. I, I I never could find <laughs> myself on there. I was up in the I was up in the upper levels, so yeah. I, never, I never could find myself. But uh, so yeah, it just felt like that. Now I'm not sure. I like Taz loaning. His line to his, his him. line yeah. to Brian Cage, but I was I was like, uh, I don't know about that. I was kind of weird, but but you know what, Taz is a better. You know what, this works. Taz should be. It's like with Archer and, and Jake Roberts. Taz should be Cage's yeah. mouthpiece because God knows Cage can't cut a fucking promo. Oh, I don't want to hear him talk. We, we, we knew that from Lucha Underground. He couldn't even oh. he couldn't even deliver scripted lines properly. Jesus. You know. Oh. So, uh, when we come back from commercial, uh, Britt Baker is in a wheelchair, pe still pestering Tony Schiavone, uh, giving a promo alleging conspiracy from, you know, everybody in AEW. It's funny because the first thing both you and me thought of was fucking Jericho in 98. This, in was, WCW. this was trying to do a Jericho, a 1998 Chris Jericho promo, and... She does not have the comic timing to do that, you know. No, <laughs> no, she does not. There, there's certain things she does that are kind of funny, but like this was was not especially. This one didn't hit uh quite as well. The, except the only thing I really found funny was the fucking uh wheelchair saying role model. <laughs> yeah, that, that that was good, and I do like how, how she was sniping at her uh, her, her assistant there. Oh yeah, that, oh. That, that was good. But everything else was, you know, including you know conspiracy, including a a, a crazy person board, which is yeah, always that... all. I mean, I always mark for a crazy person board. But yeah, the she was just not the, the like I said the, the the comic timing was just not there. Yeah, it just it's just not one of those segments that that, that that's a common theme tonight. <laughs> Really, it really kind of was a, a common theme for a lot of the stuff um, on that that day, the segments like that. Uh, yeah, um, yeah, basically. So, uh, so it, it, the, the punchline to all this is that uh, Britt announced Aubrey. that she would be. Uh, well, yeah, she also said you know Aubrey Ed, referee Aubrey Edwards was was at the 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 base of this again, pastiching <laughs> old 
Chris Jericho promos, but the the real punchline is that she she claims that her return will be um at all out. Where's the section on WCW Cruiserweight title belts? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck it, that fucking line always still gets me to this fucking day. <laughs> Oh boy! Shout out to our boys, uh, Dave and Lee of the Days of Thunder podcast, <laughs> who, who uh, is going through all these old Jericho promos and you know show by show. So it's it's great revisiting those. So, uh, speaking of Chris Jericho, we cut to Alex Marvez being hassled by oh. the inner circle again, and then Orange Cassie just walks by, <laughs> the little casual. stroll, yep. stroll through, strolls through, and. Chris Jericho isn't having that shit, so we we, we know there's going to be some n- nefarious hijinks later on in the program. Yeah. Uh, match number three. Uh, Christy Janes up against uh, your new AEW Women's Champion, Hikaru Shida, in a non-title match that I thought... Once again, Hikaru Shida is maybe too unselfish, because I, I thought that yeah. for being a new champion, this shouldn't be... As 50-50 as it was. Yep. Uh-huh. Yeah, you're 100% with you. It was exactly what I was thinking throughout this match. I'm like, God damn, like, who is this girl? Like, she likes... Well she's, like... well, she's been on the program before, and I think I've seen her in AAW, too. Oh. So she's not bad, but, yeah, I don't think it really should have been quite so 50-50. Yeah, I know. It's just, like, I was very surprised. I was just like, wow, like, they're really, like, giving her a lot here, but... Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, at least like Sheeta still like had a, a pretty solid like a like a dominating performance, I thought. But like, like she's still a good. But it's I yeah, I I know what you mean though. Yeah, I mean it. The match wasn't bad. It's just uh, I w- I wouldn't I I would have waited way more on, in in Hikaru Sheeta's favor than it did. But you know, Chrissy Jane's looked good and. You know, what with Britt being out, yeah, we, we need someone else to, we, yeah. we, we do need other faces here in the, uh, faces in the places, so. Possibly bringing people in off the street to be in the women's division. Oh, like, boy. Like, we're getting there now. It's like, Jesus Christ. Uh, so they cut the commercial. Yeah, well, it, it, doesn't, it doesn't help that Riho is, like, stuck in Japan, too, yeah. so. It's oh, like... and, and Yuka. Yeah, remember I know. Yuka, all those, remember, remember yeah. Yuka Saka and, and yeah. Emery Saka and Emmy Saka. Yeah, and that yeah all those, all those girls are all stuck in over in Japan. So it's like, yep, they're that just like was a huge blow to their. Yeah, you know. Did you see the footage from uh, from uh, Gato Moves uh, YouTube channel of uh, Emmy and all them watching Double or Nothing and Emmy weeping tears of joy when Hikaru Shida beat Nyla? That's that's nice. That that is that, that that's rather cool. So, also uh, check out Choco Pro because that's some fun shit too. Oh, <laughs> although I you know I, I I haven't really watched it since the very first one, which had you know Minoru Suzuki on it. So, mm. you know, wrestling in a <laughs> Minoru Suzuki wrestling in what looks like a uh, a daycare uh, playroom <laughs> with you know just mats, you know. <laughs> They have to. They have to open up the uh, the. It, it's in like a sub basement, so they have to open up a window in order to do any high spots. Amazing. <laughs> that's, that's, that's what that's what Pure on the Rough's all about, baby. Oh boy. 
<laughs> on that note, uh, we go to picture in picture for the commercial uh, showing Adam Page and Kenny Omega back at the hotel, just kind of lounging around and Adam Page figuring out that there's a webcam in their hotel. <laughs> Boy, they're they're really running with this Kenny uh, milk drinker thing, huh? Yeah, uh, yeah, that, 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 that's the way you want to go, huh? Let's see, okay. What's he, fucking Kurt Angle in like 2000? <laughs> Jesus Christ, like, yeah, yeah, like, yeah, let, like we don't know. <laughs> we 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 have footage of, of Kenny drinking beer in in Japan, you know. Yeah, like like, like Kenny has never done some drunken ass karaoke before. Right, right. Please. Oh boy. Remember, remember Nick Gage's story where he's like, he's like, I don't want to fucking do karaoke with Kenny Omega. <laughs> I never heard this story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. He thought he thought fucking like Kenny was weird as fuck when he was doing karaoke. It was really funny. You should like look it up. It was like it's a really oh, funny inter. It's a really funny interview. Somehow, somehow I can see Nick Gage not wanting to engage in karaoke at all. So it just doesn't seem to be you know his thing. Uh, if you ask me, but I could be wrong. I've met Nick uh, Gage. He's, a, he's actually kind of a nice guy. All things. Nick Gage is a wonderful man. We come back from commercial and we get a Cody Rhodes promo where he, he first asks Tony Schiavone, "Do you know why? Do you know why?" Hold on, I have the quote from Nick Cage here. It's it's classic. Okay, he he he, he was like. Yeah, this karaoke bar had this American wrestler over there, some fucking Kenny Omega. Kenny Omega, yeah, he was working there. Uh, yeah, he was living over there at the time. I said, Necro, man, this is not how I want to party. I want to hang out with Kenny Omega at a fucking karaoke spot, man. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> that, and that was the story of how <laughs> Cage pieced out of it. The karaoke bar with Kenny Omega in it. <laughs> oh boy! Amazing interaction. Oh boy! <laughs> but what 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 could have been? Nick Gage. Uh, it could have led to Nick Gage being in Bullet Club. You never knew. I mean, <laughs> Jesus! Can you imagine Nick, that? I, can you imagine that alternate universe where Nick, Nick Gage was in the Bullet Club? Nick Gage is too fucking cool for Bullet Club. Are you kidding me? I'm just saying, there's an alternate universe where that happened. That's they're, all. They're I'm not saying. about that MDK life. Are you kidding? <laughs> They could have been. <laughs> yeah. See? <laughs> See? Anyway, we, we move on to a Cody Rhodes promo where he first asks, do you know why Tom Brady is my uh, favorite quarterback? And I'm going to go with, yeah, because you're both Trump voting chuds. That's why. <laughs> I, uh, no, um, no, listen. Tom has walked that back. He does not support him anymore. I, I give him that. Uh, okay. It, Did he support him I, enough to vote for him in 2016? I, I Okay. It's a good point. But so, so yes, just, he, yes, he, he, just he contributed saying, to the problem. But yeah, I mean, still, it's all about fuck Tom Brady. But <laughs> well, that too. <laughs> but um, yeah, this was an awful promo. Um, Cody, this is this. I, this I don't was know, an awful promo. I don't know where he was going with this at was, all. Like, he was rambling. I I don't know. He had like this Tom Brady point, and then it just kind of went like nowhere. I, I, he's going to be here every week. Yeah, you've been here every week. Uh, I, I think that's one of the – of all the things that criticize you about, that is not one of them. <laughs> you know do you know what I hate the most, Jeff? I hate guys that try slugs. to act like no, – you say slugs? Yeah, I said slugs. Do you hate slugs? Uh, um, uh, <laughs> you know, I never really thought about it. 
but like <laughs> I was just trying to think, think of something random. <laughs> I mean, they're they're pretty all right. I mean, like I wouldn't like. I mean, they, they, I, I wouldn't they, act. They, I don't actively dislike them, but I wouldn't I like mean, touch them. Or anything. I mean, they, they 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 help fertilize the soil. I mean, you know. <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't just be like, "Hey, the slug is pretty cool," like. But but, but 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 you wouldn't put salt on them either. So. Oh, oh oh no God that's that's Jesus Christ I'm not a serial killer Jeff. Well that's good to know. <laughs> considering I, I spent time in like you know a, a a residence with you for a few days it's good to know that you're not a serial killer. Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> No, nah, Jeff, I, I'm far too lazy and unmotivated to be a serial killer. <laughs> oh, well, that's a relief. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so you, you you were saying. Yeah, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, you, Cody you, Rhodes. You hate oh, guys who... Oh, yeah, I, I don't like guys who aren't underdogs that pretend to be underdogs. Yeah. And Cody Rhodes is the biggest perpetuator of that bullshit, and I hate it. He is a, constantly guilty of this. Like, he always tries to make it seem like, oh, yeah, everyone doubts me and everyone. It's like, dude, come on. Yeah, you, you kidding me? Yeah, yeah you, you hold the book and you run this company. Who the fuck are you kidding? It's like, it's such a joke. It's some bad, like, EWR fucking shit, dude. It's some, it's some bad e-wrestling shit. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, like, like uh, yeah, right into the, the, the pro wrestling magazine, like... <laughs> shit you remember those yeah yeah i i was a part of one of those i i never did the play by mail one i had to wait for the internet for, for yeah. all that to happen yeah I, I did that i did the fucking play by mail like yeah. pwi shit yeah you, uh, yeah you'll be shocked to know which real wrestler i based my care two of my characters on so oh god yeah wow well, i can only imagine <laughs> well one of them only has three letters in in his name <laughs> oh Oh. And we talked about him earlier in the show. So, oh. <laughs> actually, come to think of it, the other one I, we talked about earlier in the show too. So, oh, you know. yeah, Taz and Muda. Wow. Yeah, they, yeah, I know you're, you're shocked, right? Oh, wow. Uh, um. So anyway, uh, also uh, in the middle of this promo, uh, my honey sends me a text. Oh, that wow. has a, a a pick of a a a pick from uh you know from Double or Nothing of Mike Tyson handing Cody Rhodes the belt, and it says uh you know <laughs> Cody Rhodes wins the terrible neck tattoo championship, <laughs> and it was like that is that that is exactly yeah, what we're yeah. gonna be calling this title from here on out. This is, yeah. so uh yeah so uh yeah by the way that belt still still underwhelming. <laughs> It's it's not very good. No, it, it isn't, and and neither is this idea of an open challenge. It's like, well, it's a, you know what? Last I heard, yeah, I, I'm gonna defend this every every week. Yeah, it's the TV title. You're supposed to I would, to defend I would it hope it fucking every did. week. <laughs> like, yeah, that's kind of the point of the TV title. The, the, the the point of a TV title is that it's a 10 minute match once a week on television, so that you can at least say, "Hey, uh, there was a title match on this show right. that I watched." Right. Like it was cool when John Cena did that with the U.S. title because it's not a TV title. <laughs> yeah. It, yeah. Something, something, that, something, that, that. something that Vince never believed in was TV titles, which is str kind of strange, honestly, considering how TV was like the biggest yeah. spreader of, of his product. Yeah, I know. That's just one of those quirks. <laughs> yeah. One of the Vince quirks. Moving on. 
we go for <laughs> we go from bad to worse. Uh, moving on, our fourth match of the evening, a uh, a challenge for the number one contendership oh, no. to the tag team titles. Didn't we just have one of those matches as the oh, pre-show on Double no. or Nothing? Oh no! So, Not this. Oh, yes. I didn't. I didn't want to get to this. Uh, I'm sorry, Lawrence. We we had. Oh to. no! Frankie Gazarian, Scorpio Sky, SCU, up against Kip Sabian and Jimmy Havoc. Winner, oh, this... winner gets a shot next week at Kenny Omega and Adam Page. This match. Fucking oh, oh, this! Oh, this was painful. Oh, this was this was actively hard to watch. Um, I I don't even know what to say at this point of how how Kip and and Jimmy Havoc are are a thing that's actually getting like pushed, um, actively pushed. And I I mean, do they have photos? Do they have like? Fo naked photos of Tony Khan like I, I I'm I'm confused yeah I don't know this because uh, judging by this match n neither of these teams were 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 worthy in the slightest of, oh oh yeah um, no I see you don't yeah let's like let's not like excuse them either because they were they were not good in this match either <laughs> yeah the, 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 this match stunk out loud and I, there was there was just portions where there was just an active like uh complete disregard of wrestle like of like wrestling fundamentals <laughs> i i i i'm just i was just appalled at, at how bad some of the the wrestling basic wrestling was in this yeah the, the yeah i got yeah the, this match it sucked Jim, jimmy havoc makes wrestling look so extremely difficult <laughs> just just him moving around just is just like hard to watch man it's like oh my goodness yeah. and, and can we can we talk about the one sequence with kip sabian and and kaz where they literally botched about four moves in a row yeah well yeah that that, that just sums up the match right there oh my god it was, it was like one of the worst like sequences of wrestling i've ever seen from like Especially a guy like Kaz, who's been in the business for like twenty years. Like, what the fuck was that? Uh, it, it was awful, is what it was. It was this just, this it was, was a train. Wreck. This was an absolute train wreck of a TV match. I, I am like, just stunned that like, this. Oh my god, I don't know what happened here. I mean, yeah. well, I do know and, what kind of happened, but and, and, and now Sabian and Jimmy Havoc are going to be facing off against adam page and kenny omega next week uh i i i, I, I have a i have a scenario to present to you oh no stop it jeff please uh, i i thought uh, you were kidding when you oh said no this. oh oh no because who were Gip sabian and jimmy havoc just feuding with oh no and, and, and who are the alleged number one contenders at fighter fest yeah best friends and, 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 and on that note let, let, let's dovetail with this so we have two matches now set for fighter fest a pay-per-view that isn't even scheduled yet <laughs> because you know the 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 uh because the 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 the, the fighting game championships are not happening yeah at so least, yeah so we, we so we have two ma two title matches set up for a pay per view that isn't scheduled, 
and they don't know <laughs> when it's going to happen and where it's going to happen. Amazing stuff. I, I I will be very surprised if this. I mean, it, I mean, they have a couple months until all out, so I mean, they could try to do this, but Jesus. <laughs> uh, I, I, again, we, the, things to do with AEW being very fucking optimistic. <laughs> yeah, you ain't kidding. Holy crap! So, anyway, yeah. That, 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 so, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll reconvene on this point next week uh, <laughs> around this time. I mean, it's just good lord, please, like, don't just skip this match. Like, don't even watch this. Like, I, I am, I, I beg of you, please, just yeah, don't. Yeah, don't, don't bother. This match yeah. fucking stunk. I, I, Kip, Kip, and and Jimmy are just atrocious. I, I, I mean, oh my god, they are just. Bad man. Uh, oh, I, I'm trying to be like as nice as possible in my criticism, but I mean, there's really no other way for me to put it. I mean, they're just not very good. No, no, no. <laughs> I'm not gonna argue with you on that. They, at they, all. they, they like actively detract from any match they're involved in. Yeah, no. I mean, I, I was trying to give Kip Sabian a chance for a good bit, but yeah, it just becomes obvious week on week that. He is not good. No. <laughs> Moving on, we get a video promo with uh, Maxwell Jacob Freeman with Wardlow, um, talking about the 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 terrible neck tattoo championship battle royale to see who's going to be Cody's <laughs> first opponent next week, and um, yeah, he yells at Wardlow again. Oh yeah, this is going to end well. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. H- hang on for that because, well, let- let's get to the Battle Royal. I'm not going to list every everyone that was in there uh, except, you know, Billy Gunn coming from the audience. to, to Thank you. The that That's the most important fact of the matter. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, as much as I still mark about Great Muda on this show, you, you can go ahead and, and, and mark about Billy Gunn for a minute. Yeah, this this was um this was beautiful. What a beautiful moment. I'm very happy and his son was there to witness it and and cheer him on. How great is that? I like the gun club. I appreciate the gun club. Thank you, Lawrence O'Brien. <laughs> um can we appreciate uh Luchasaurus and and Wardlow getting into oh, it yeah. again? We we can oh, always yes. appreciate this. Um, can we also appreciate how they actually eliminated MJF and Wardlow? Uh, because MJF uh, accidentally hit Wardlow while wearing, you know, the the, uh, yeah. the diamond ring, and Orange uh, Cassidy got out of the way. And that, oh us... yeah, well let's talk about Orange Cassidy because he got jumped by Santana and Ortiz before. Oh, that's right. And the the match, and like you said, shenanigans have have been uh, have been produced. perpetrated. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but. Because of that, we got the final two in the match. It was Jungle Boy and Orange Cassidy. It was like, holy shit, this would be a really good singles match on this show. Uh, yeah, that is evidenced by what they did here. I, I think, yeah, you have a point. <laughs> and, yeah, I think we, we, we should be looking forward to that. But we, we should also be looking forward to uh, Wardlow hopefully burying MJF into the fucking ground at some point and yeah. uh, taking his <laughs> spot because uh, it, it's become rather obvious Wardlow is definitely the superior of the two. Yeah. So with that, Jungle Boy gets to challenge 
Cody Rhodes for the terrible neck tattoo championship next week. So yeah, it's it should be a pretty good match. I think. I mean, we'll see. You know, Cody. Uh, I I think I think he be. Uh, I think him and Jungle Boy should be a pretty good matchup. You know, again, uh, as much as we buried Cody Rhodes earlier, I'm just gonna say he actually is pretty decent at working TV matches because, uh, yeah, that was his training was TV yeah. matches. Right. You know. He he yep. is not meant to do, you know, indie or New Japan style matches, you know, because that was not his his wheelhouse. The the one time he went long that was really good was with his brother, right? And I mean that, oh, and, that the, was... and the Jericho match too. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, to a lesser extent. Yeah. Speaking of Chris Jericho. We get a recap of the same Stampede match, which, thank you, that we, we have some good content on this show now. <laughs> uh. By showing a replay from, from Saturday. And then we get the pep rally. Now, I had gone upstairs uh, in the break, and uh, my honey was down here doing laundry. And so I, 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 I was coming down the stairs... And she starts squealing at me, like imitating something on the TV. I was like, what the fuck? No, she's imitating Vicky Guerrero. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, my God. I was like, oh, my God. What? What? <laughs> I, I yeah, had shell shock for a minute. Vicky Guerrero coming out as the cheerleader with, with the fucking yeah. other cheerleaders is so fucking funny. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I, I was just that, that just caught me completely off guard. I was like, holy fucking shit. Uh, um, also... I mean, the, we we have seen this promo before, twice before in AEW, by the way. You know, everybody giving people gifts, and it's a celebration. And the only thing I got to say is, damn, I wanted a chopped cheese right then and there. <laughs> yeah, uh, it definitely made me hungry. I'll, I'll tell you, I wanted a chopped cheese. And fucking him and Santana giving out the fucking Vicks to fucking Sammy it was, killed me. Yeah. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> Santana Ortiz always have the best gifts. It turns they're, out. they're they're so fucking great. I love those two. <laughs> yeah, they are they are the probably the, the highlight of the inner circle. Well, I mean, you know what? Actually they're, they're, they're just so New York that it's great. It's like <laughs> Oh yeah. I I love them. <laughs> New, New Yorkan, yep. <laughs> they are definitely New Yorkan. <laughs> but oh god. So then it all then fall- Jake, Jake Hager read a poem. Sammy got a scooter, and and then it all falls apart because Chris Jericho has to suddenly fucking reference something that happened on Monday Night Raw ten years ago. Yeah, Mike Tyson knocked him out on and, Raw, and, and, and now we have Mike Tyson back on AEW TV for God alone knows what reason. <laughs> so now we're now we're rehashing fucking the Stone Cold Mike Tyson angle with Jericho and fucking Mike Tyson. Yeah, apparently. Uh, be still my oh, beating heart. My God. <laughs> I don't even know. The thing is, Jericho is entertaining enough to make this work, and Mike Tyson is unpredictable enough to make this work <laughs> to and be a either be a absolutely entertaining batshit crazy sensation or just be an absolute train wreck either uh, way I, I i might enjoy it so well that makes one of us because i really <laughs> have no desire to see mike tyson <laughs> at all 
I just at this point, I'm just letting it happen. I mean, Vitor Belfort was there too. Um, I, I, did, I, I, I did notice him. Yeah, he was there. <laughs> I, I was like, he has an interesting entourage of people with him. Um, I don't know. Wonder, wonder if that's going to lead to like a match with like the inner circle. I mean, they got to transition <laughs> to something after you know the. Uh... You know, since the the elite basically won the feud because let's face it, the stadium stampede was a substitute for the blood and guts match at this point. Yes, you know, I, I think yeah, they, 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 they've quietly moved on from the from the blood and guts match. Um, the only thing I gotta say is, you know, with that 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 post scene brawl, um, who was the guy in the orange mask? Because I kind of want to know who that was. <laughs> I saw Serpentico in the crowd. You know, it, I, as part of that, but I don't know. Yeah, if you know who that guy in the orange mask was, uh, hit me up. Um, also, lastly, with you know everybody and their dog coming out and rushing it. Uh, yeah, so much for social distancing, huh? Oh uh, yeah, oh, there was none of that here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they 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 they, they, they kind of forgot about that. But you know what? Um, it, it also reminded me. This also does kind of put me in the mind of the Jericho Naito thing at um at Cork and Hall the day after Wrestle Kingdom thirteen. Yeah. Oh no 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 Wrestle Kingdom twelve. I'm sorry. When uh, Jericho jumped Naito and they you know they had to hold Jericho back and Naito just didn't give a shit and just tranquilo pose in the in the ring yeah. with the chair yeah but yeah i i, I don't know we, we, we do not need a mike tyson program in aew i'm sorry sorry not sorry i i just i i do not want this it's definitely just does reek a lot of just like a attitude era like hey yeah. again we're, we're we're doing it again. We're back to 1998, folks. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Between Brits promo and Mike Tyson, yeah, we're, we're we're we are definitely back to 1998, for better or for worse. And today was worse because this show uh, stank. But it's over. We are done with episode 34 of yeah. the EW Dynamite. Yeah. Uh, do we even need to do the pros and cons? Because I think we pretty much. Uh, and like the main difference to me, it's like. Mike Tyson doesn't have the buzz Mike Tyson 1998 had around him. <laughs> well, yeah, but I mean, not all of that buzz was very positive either. No, but he still had buzz. Well, I mean, if they're talking about like he's going to be making a comeback, maybe he will have buzz again. But yeah, man. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. It's just not that. Not that. It's not that same level. Yeah, and. I just, I just do not want. That's all I can say. Do, do not want. I, I just think their investment in, in him is probably just not worth, worth what they're they're spending on him. Well, I mean, the same could be said for a lot of things in this company. <laughs> their investment is oh. worth what they're spending. No, 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 notice no Sean Spears tonight. Yeah. Thank God. Yeah. Uh, nah, like I just don't think Tyson's the guy you bring in here. Yeah, no, not at all. No, I, I think I think there's other options that would have given you more of a, you know, I I don't know. It's, I think at this point Tyson's just kind of old news. Well, yeah, and he really should have just faded off into obscurity. But here we are. It's 2020, and wrestling's still in 1998, and he's featuring yeah. on 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 wrestling TV and and pay per views. Right. Yippee Kaye. So, do we even need to do a pros and cons? I think we pretty much said that this show sucked. <laughs> yeah. 
I mean, there were a couple, couple, couple of high spots. I mean, the 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 revival slash FTR that that could be cool. Um, I like Jungle Boy getting the shot at you know the the TV title next week. Yeah. Other than that, this this show sucked. Ugh. That tag match just like I still just in disbelief at how bad that was. And My actually, girlfriend and I were just shaking our heads, just like watching that. Yeah, and actually, the six man was the opening six man was okay too, except for you know uh, Mark Quinn getting getting messed up. Yeah. So that that was a bit of a down. But yeah, no no pros and cons this week. Just do not watch this episode. It was not worth it. So. With that, I guess well, let's just go into plugs. Lawrence, plug yourself. You can find me at lob underscore three on Twitter. Uh, Pure on the Rough has had a couple of things on the feed uh, this this past weekend. We uploaded a new Scandals and Pure talking about Enochism with uh, special guest Ricky uh, at Pro Rest Hero on Twitter, and. Um, we also did a uh, interview. Um, Isaac did an interview, I should say, with uh, Stephen A, who um, has been over Japan, and they talk about deathmatch wrestling and Steve's Steve's experiences over in Japan and whatnot. It's a pretty awesome. Listen, so check those out on our feeds, which are on Spotify and iTunes. Piero in the Rough. Just look us up, and I also have the links on my Twitter. Alrighty, you can find me at Strong Style Story without the E in style. My personal Twitter at GD Wessel. Uh, I just want to uh, give a special shout out to Peter Winson and greetings from Allentown uh, here on Pro Wrestling Only Feed. There's uh, the episode that's going to be uh, posted in mere hours after this one uh, will be his finale for the feed. He's leaving the territory after a number of years. So uh yeah he says he uh he says he wants to uh you know get give other spots to to other shows since we're you know kind of expanding the repertoire of of the of the feed but uh you know he has his own feed too uh just look up uh, greetings from Allentown on SoundCloud cuz he does some uh he does some other extra stuff there too but uh hey Peter uh thanks for being on the feed and uh it, it's been you know very enjoyable and just let me know when you're doing another ECW hardcore TV episode cuz those tend to be my favorite episodes of yours so just uh you know give us a shout so and of course listen to all the other fine programs here professionally so. all right Lawrence any final words um no all right well sounds good uh and uh well we'll see you next week Take care.